Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Princess and the Bee. Princess and the Bee. I am so grateful that you have chosen this podcast to spend your time with me. And even if you're listening to this in the background of your life, like take, let's take a second right now. I always love starting out the show like this and just be really, really grateful and honor and celebrate the fact that you have made a conscious choice to listen to something that enhances your life that can enhance your life in any way that it can be enhancing your business it can be enhancing your relationship with your babies or your or your babe or your bank account or whatever it is we cover all the bees on this podcast and just know that by you making that conscious choice like that is a choice that you have chosen uh, over all the things that you could listen to in the world. You could listen to gossip. You could listen to the news. You could listen to all the things that can make you, that that can put you in a negative state. But you chose, you took this moment, you took right here, right now to step into your greatness, to learn some new tools, to have some perspective shifts, to have some new mindset strategies, to have some new business strategies. For whatever reason, you chose this to listen to. And I want you to honor and celebrate that right now because I am honoring and celebrating you like a mofo. So let us dive in to the topic of the day, which I am super, super stoked about because um, understanding where you are on the conscious competence scale is going to radically shift your understanding and your kindness to yourself, in essence. So when you're starting out anything any new habit. Sometimes you don't even know that you need to change, right? There are people in certain parts of the country where they don't know that they what they're consuming on a daily basis is necessarily bad for them or that they don't know that what they like fast food, like fast food and soda, like everyone drinks soda, right? Like they don't necessarily know that that's not the best choice for them. But that is what we call a stage of unconscious incompetence. So the first stage of any sort of of growth is is understanding. Like we all have areas where we're unconsciously unco- incompetent, um, where we don't know that we need something until it starts to become that like niggling or really really nagging thorn in our side or pain point. That's when we become conscious. That's when we move to the second level of conscious incompetence, where we know there's something that we need to shift, but we don't exactly know how. We don't exactly know what it is that we need to shift, but we just know a shift needs to happen. So let's take, for example, like unconscious incompetence, just to go back, circle back to that before we dive into number two. This is the stage when you don't know what you don't know and you aren't even aware that you need to know it. This is like someone basically who is overweight and they're just 
unconsciously practicing some bad habits or um, they're just going with the motions of doing whatever it was that they were doing and they just keep eating the way that they've been eating. They keep drinking what they've been drinking and it's not necessarily that they're happy about where their body is or where their business is or where whatever it is that you're unconsciously incompetent about, but it's also not there, there's no effort into finding any solutions because you don't even know at this stage of consciousness, you don't even know that you need to find solutions. So you you continue to practice the same habits, the same thought patterns, the same, uh, and, and thus you continue to get the same results. So like, for example, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine um, about parenting and I was watching her Excuse me while I sit my Starbucks for a hot second because mom and just needed a hot minute of caffeine. And I have a hole in my straw. Um, so I was talking with a friend of mine and I was watching her parents. She, like, we've grown up together. Our kids are about the same age. And I was listening to her language around her parenting. And she was constantly telling her son, like, don't hit, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. Well, in the realm of language and knowing what I know about language and the power of language and the power of focusing on what you don't want and that the unconscious mind does not process negative. So telling it like, don't do this, don't do that, don't think about chocolate, don't hit, <laughs> don't hit the other kid, don't, don't do whatever. Your unconscious mind isn't hearing that. All your unconscious mind is, it's not processing the negative. So it's hearing, do this, eat chocolate, think about this, think about hitting someone. And then that thought just translates into action. And because both our kids were, were and are at this moment, um, in the two-year-old range that's like their giant unconscious minds like they don't know that when you say don't do something that's immediately the first thing that they do because it just translates from thought immediately into action and reality so she wasn't she was in a stage of unconscious in, incompetence in a way and this is like it's not good or bad it's it's just that's the phase where she didn't realize that she needed to change her language around her like in order to get a different response from her child and so we were just having a conversation and so I just suggested like what I use with and and what Spike and I use after both of us have gone through and are NLP certified coaches um we have we chose early on to instead of saying don't do this don't do that we say that's a stop because what that's a stop is is that's a direct command to stop so we let them know that that's a stop. So I like when I parent Declan, like I let him know if he uh, hits somebody or if he crawls up on something that he shouldn't be doing, I say the command the way that I want the result. Now, I'm not perfect at this. Like sometimes I it will like I had to consciously retrain myself to to speak in this different way so that I was giving direct commands toward what I want. So I say, if Declan's standing up on the chair, I'm like, Declan, butt down. Because he knows, butt down on the seat. Like his butt is supposed to be, he's not supposed to be standing on the chairs, leaning over the table perilously. So I say, Declan, butt down. I say, Declan, that's a stop. Like if he does something or if he like, uh, rolls a bus at the dog like the dog gets scared and so I say 
Declan, that's a stop. So he knows rather than don't do this, because what happens if I say, tell you don't do this? If I say, don't, uh, don't think about chocolate. Don't hit your friend. Don't do, you know, whatever. So instead, I'm just going to reverse that. And I'm going to say, don't make a lot of money because your unconscious mind is, is all of a sudden it's hearing, make a lot of money, make a lot of money. Oh, don't make a lot of money. Oh, make a lot of money. That's all your conscious unconscious mind is hearing. But she was in a stage of unconscious incompetence. So once we had a little conversation about like just the difference of, of my parenting, I said, just give it a try. Um, but that's also the stage where people don't know what they don't know. So they haven't like... And, and we all have areas in our life where we don't know what we don't know and we don't know that we need to know it. We don't know what that next thing is. The thing is, is that the next stage is conscious incompetence. So this is the stage where there's a bit of a wake-up call, where maybe you've been doing, maybe you've been repeating a pattern, maybe you've been doing something in one way and you're like, I am not getting the results I want. Like with my girlfriend, she was like, "I why does he keep hitting people?" Like and and so I just we just had a little discussion. Um, but she was just she had gotten to the point where she was frustrated with the fact that she's like, "I'm giving these like I'm telling him not to hit and he just keeps like swinging." And her kid is a big kid. So it's like when he he's like a linebacker of a baby. Um, but so she was, she was at that point of frustration. So conscious incompetence is a lot of times derived from some point of pain. Like maybe uh, like in this, in the example of health. So you have conscious incompetence where you have a wake up call. So maybe that person who's been eating all sorts of junk food and not really thinking that they needed to change their habits. They're still eating like they're, you know, like 18 years old and they're in their 40s and they're eating all the junk and drinking all the soda and suddenly they go to a doctor's appointment and they get their blood test and their heart test and they get a physical and the doctor's like you are prime for a heart attack and now we reject that obviously that's that's just a uh example but that person that is a wake-up call that is a call that they're like oh something that i'm doing is not working so recently, I was having a conversation with a very successful client of mine, and she recognized that her motivation strategy needed to change. That's one of the top things that I work on, especially with my high performers, and especially in private client situations, is she recognized that she had been operating all her life from an unconscious pattern um, that was an away from motivation strategy. And what an away from motivation strategy is, it's where you're focusing on what you don't want. And like, you don't want to be like your parents, you don't want to be like, you don't want to live like how you grew up. So you consciously move in the direction of your goals, but you're looking in the rearview mirror at exactly what it is that you don't want because you really want to make sure that you're not like that thing that is what you don't want. The problem is, is like where high performers get stuck is they get stuck in this place where they then have moved far enough away from what it is that they don't want. And they then either self-sabotage or they just stagnate 
because they aren't able to turn around. They have to do like a full physical 180 to focus on what it is that they do want. What is the vision? What is the purpose? And so that's what I work with my clients on. And so this this client of mine was unconsciously had an unconscious incompetence in the fact that she didn't know that she needed to change the, the, the next step in her growth. Um, I mean, she didn't, like I said, nobody needs to change or shifts. But if she wanted to grow further, then she had to turn around. But she, prior to working together, she didn't know that that was the motivation strategy that she was operating from and therefore that was why she was stuck so she was at that place of unconscious incompetence and it had gotten to the point of conscious incompetence where you don't know where you don't know what you don't know but you know that you don't know it and you know that you're meant for something more and you know that there's a different way but you don't really know what it is and you don't really know how to get it so you're starting, that's conscious incompetence is a place where you're starting to seek out new ideas, new foods, new beliefs, new ways of operating, new motivation strategies, new information, new habits. You don't yet know what will or won't work for you, but you're trying, this is the stage where you've had the wake up call where something needs to change. So like, for example, I didn't know that I needed meditation, like on a daily basis. Like, yes, of course, I'm consciously aware of the fact that med- their meditation has tons of benefits and whatnot, but I was always that person who is like, well, I do exercise and I do moving meditations and I do, um, uh, and I've done meditation and I do it for five minutes, but nothing was really sitting in. And so I was at the stage of unconscious incompetence and I was struggling this past summer with emotional resiliency because as many of you know I if you've been listening to this podcast like my dad um, had suicidal ideations this past summer and I had to get him into a rehab facility no he did not relapse from his sobriety but the problem was that he was sober and he didn't have any any pill or any drink or any thing that he was used to, any of his past crutches to rely on. And so he was left without any strategies of knowing what to do with fear or anxiety or and depression and all that. And so I put him into a facility that was able to support him in that in that space. And that was something that was super, super powerful and challenging for me, though, going through that while raising a toddler, while coaching clients with a business, writing a book and doing all the things that I do as well. Um, But I knew that I got to the point where I was like, I need some more mental and emotional resiliency. And so that was when I started researching and looking for other forms of meditation that could be like a mindful practice. And that's where I found transcendental meditation that was recommended to me by uh, one of my mentors who I had on the podcast, Tirza Shirai, who has practiced that for a while. And so I was like, I, like whatever you're doing that is keeping you so grounded while, you, while you've been able to grow a, a company from zero to 30 million within the short span of like three to four years, um, I want some of that. And so I started researching and I went to a class and I got to the point of unconscious 
incompetence where I knew what I didn't know and I got to the class and then so I moved into stage number three, which is conscious competence. So I moved into the class where I could learn the thing that I needed to practice. Like I could learn new tools, new strategies. So con- in conscious incompetence and conscious competence, both of these are the spaces where people go to a coach for, or they go to a, a class because they know they're at a point where they like what... Ha- what has worked for them up to this point is no longer going to work for them for where they want to go. And so that is the stage where you you have your transition, where you have your shift. And so conscious competence, stage number three, this is the stage where you know what you don't know and you know what you know. And this is the second stage of awareness. So the first stage of awareness is the conscious incompetence. That's the first stage where you're like, oh, I realize... I really need to shift to focusing on my purpose or I realize I really need systems in my business or I realize I really need to stop eating junk food because it's taking a toll on my health or I realize I need to sleep better. So maybe that's a stage where you start researching like sleep apnea machines or a sleep therapist or, and yes, those exist. Um, I met one at High Performance Academy back in March and he was lovely. Um, and so it, it's where you look at what it is where you're starting to have that awareness that you know what you don't know and you're you're moving into that. So conscious competence is the second stage of awareness where you know what's working for your body, you know what's working for your business. And you know that there's something you're starting to put into practice some new habits. So when I started Transcendental Meditation, within four days, I could feel the difference in my body. I could feel the difference in my reaction time with Declan. Like because prior to that, over the summer, I was not a proud mama of how short my fuse was. And I'm pretty emotionally resilient, but with all the added pressure and all the extra stuff going on, my fuse had gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. And within four days, I could see, actually, I think it was with, within four days, I could feel a massive transformation. And within two days was when I could just feel the, the fuse was so much shorter. Like I was actually able to write emails with Declan in the room. Like prior to that, Declan just being in the room and having all his noisy toys, like it was challenging for me because he would demand my attention. And I was much easier with being able to ebb and flow between doing the things that aren't like when I'm working in my genius zone, I am 100% by myself. Like when I am in this podcast studio, I am 100% by myself. He is not in the room with me here. But when I'm doing some other stuff, like if I'm posting some things on social media or on my stories, or if I'm writing emails to some clients, like I don't necessarily need a, to be 100% focused. And there's a great episode of this podcast that I had, um, I think it's Rachel, uh, Rachel Everington, on episode number four. She was one of my first guests. And she talked about the 150-20 rule, where there, you know, the things that are in your genius zone, the things that are your your area of excellence, the things that require 100% of your focus, that is when the child is not in the room. But as a mompreneur, and especially as a stay-at-home mompreneur, when you know there are things that you can do at 50%, and there are things that you can do at 20%. So that there are things that uh, I can do 
in in my business with Declan in the room and with Spike in the room or and with grandma in the room so that I'm able to manage focusing on the 50% of focus. And then I'm also the 20% is um, where you're just like operating with, you know, sending off an email or doing a thing or sending a message to my team or whatever it is. But it's it's a it only requires about 20% of your focus rather than the 100% that when you the goal is to operate and have your most of majority of your work be in your 100% focus zone. So you aren't working as many hours. <laughs> like that's the really good part. Um, but conscious competence to circle back to transcendental meditation. So I knew I was consciously competent in the fact that transcendental meditation after four days was working for me. Conscious competence is when you first, uh, when I first started doing Pilates back when I was 19 years old. Conscious competence was within a couple of months. I was like, oh, this is really, this is really good. I want to learn this. And so then you have the opportunity, you have the space and consciousness where you can choose to move into unconscious competence. So conscious competence is where you're working with a personal trainer or you're going to the gym and you're starting to see some results. Like you're starting to see some things that are working for you. Like maybe you switch, like with my client, she shifted her motivation strategy to starting to focus on what she wanted and growing her vision and what was the massive vision and the purpose and the things that she wanted to attract into her life. And she started manifesting and attracting those things into her life. Like, that is where you're seeing, okay, this new motivation strategy, this new focus, this new belief, this new habit, this new practice, this is working for me. And it is still work. Like it is still a practice of thought. Like I am not at the place of unconscious competence in many, many areas. It is our goal to work towards unconscious competence, but unconscious competence is what I consider to be complete and total total mastery. And so there are certain things that with my body, with, yeah, with my body, I'm definitely unconsciously competent. Like I know how to shift my body so easily on a physical level that when I desired to be fitter, like I do, I immediately put into practice the habits and the things that do that for me. When I, but I wasn't always that way. Like when I first started doing Pilates back when I was 19, I was consciously competent of the fact that this was working for me. And I wanted to get to the point where I understood it on a deeper level. I wanted to know how to do it. And I also wanted to serve with it. I also wanted to help other people feel that good about themselves and in their bodies. And so I signed up to be cut for teacher training and jumped in and followed my curiosity and got to the stage where I was understanding and it was a conscious practice of like understanding how all the muscles work together, understanding how your breath works with the body, understanding how how to move the body, how the joints move and how everything works synergistically. And then I got to, to, to that, you know, 10,000 hours of unconscious competence. So looking at where you are, there is some area in your life, in all, in all of our lives, where we are in one of these four stages. Like when I first started working on mindset work, when I first, um, back in 20, 
2016. Um, I mean, I was doing mindset work, but like I was still kind of stuck. And I was in that stage of conscious incompetence for a while. And when I was started looking at like, I need some new tools, I need some new strategies, I need to be able to have some more uh, understanding. I, I know that what I'm doing is not working for me because I was in a place and space in my life back in uh, 2016, where I was complaining, I was doubting myself, I was living in a pile of fear and my own self-doubt. And I knew that what I was doing currently wasn't working because I was consistently unhappy. And even though I loved the Pilates clients that I was serving, I knew that I was made for something so much more and that I could do so much more. I just didn't know what and I didn't know how. And so back in 2016, that was when I got to to the stage of unconscious incompetence where I was aware of what I didn't know. I was aware that there were other people out there who were making plenty of money in coaching and that there were other people out there who had businesses and who were happy and who approached the day with confidence and who were excited to go to work and who were joyous about about Mondays. Like I knew that there were these people out there. I just wasn't one of them back in 2016. And I looked at, okay, how can I get there? So I moved from that first stage of awareness into looking for new new programs, new things, new, new mindset strategies, and all the things. And so I stumbled upon the Tad James Company and my first coach, and I learned timeline therapy, hypnosis, and neurolinguistic programming, and it changed my life. It 100% changed my life because I moved from that stage from conscious incompetence into conscious competence. I got new tools. I got new strategies. I saw it working for me. I saw it starting to manifest. Suddenly, I went from charging $100 a month for coaching to charging $1,000 a month for coaching and getting clients. And like my self-worth went through the roof. And my businesses started to do better. And I started to operate with more joy and with more confidence because I started to see that the mindset strategies, the tools that I was using were working. The tool and not only just for me, for my clients too. Like that was what was also amazing. So I was able to bring them from a place of conscious incompetence into conscious competence where they knew what they didn't know and they also knew what they knew and they knew that these new things, new strategies, new habits, new practices that they would discover as they worked with me, that those were working for them and that those started to move them forward in a direction where they wanted to go. And so they were in a place of then conscious competence. And so then it comes down to moving from that conscious competence into unconscious competence. And unconscious competence is just the person, it's it's this fourth stage and it's the person who just like automatically wakes up to go work out. Like they don't, they don't necessarily need a trainer. They don't necessarily, they just, they don't need a reminder to do these habits. It's just automatic. Like it's like, it's, I had one of my clients when I was pregnant and she asked me like, oh my gosh, like, aren't you scared of like holding onto the baby weight? Aren't you scared of like, you're not getting your body back? And I was like, no. But I know that 10 years ago, I would not have that answer. Like my answer would have been a completely different thing. 
But I had gotten to the point where I was so unconsciously competent with my body that I knew that I could direct my cells. I could, I, I, I knew I could gain the habits. I had the habits and practices in place. I had the mindset practices in place that my, I could direct my body to lose the weight if I so choose. Like I knew that I could do it. And so there was no like unconscious competence. When you're in that state of unconscious competence, there is no doubt. There is no fear. There is no questioning. Like, you know, and you know that, you know, and you know that, you know, so well that you just automatically know and you wake up and you do it. So let's look at these four stages since the unconscious incompetence is the first form, uh, is, is the area, is the space where you don't know yet what you don't know. What is it that you don't know? What is it that is starting to have that niggling, annoying feelings of pain where they're starting to bring where you're getting those notifications from the universe. You're getting those signs. You're getting those things that, okay, what's worked for me up until this point is not really working anymore. Like, it's not going to work. And that's the thing. That, that's the thing that one of my mentors, Rich Litvin, talks about on his podcast, One Insight, is that the things that make you successful up to this point are not going to be the things that make you successful in your next level. Like your next level is going to demand another version of you. It's going to demand possibly a more resilient version. It's going to demand a better leader version. It's going to demand more systems or new strategies or a clearer vision or a shift in focus or a shift in perspective or a shift in your mindset or a shift in your habits. Most definitely, probably like most definitely a shift in your habits and your habits of what you do on a daily basis. So often we're unconsciously competent in what we're doing on a daily basis that it takes that conscious incompetence, that first stage of awareness to say, okay, something's not working. And you'll get to that stage of conscious incompetence. Maybe it's by some external source like a doctor saying, okay, this isn't working. Or maybe it's your financial advisor saying, yeah, you're, you, you need to make more money. Or maybe it's your your spouse saying like, this is like our communication is off and like, I'm going to leave you if we don't fix this. Like that's the stage of un- of conscious comp- incompetence where you're like, okay, I know something needs to change. Like I know this needs to shift. What do I need to change? What do I need to shift? I don't know how, I don't know what, but now I'm going to start seeking out new answers. Now I'm going to start seeking out new ways of being. Now I'm going to start seeking out new strategies and a new direction and how to formulate a clear plan and how to, and and what is the vision that I want and, and what is the mindset things that I need to shift and how do I need to start thinking about things in a different way. And then as you practice and practice and practice, you get to the stage of conscious competence where then your relationship is doing better because you are practicing because you know that you're not good at communication, perhaps. And so you're practicing these new communication tools that you're learning or you're practicing how to listen better or you're practicing being more of service to your spouse or you're practicing um, looking at your finances on a regular basis or you're practicing understanding money or you're practicing looking at uh, understanding investments or you're practicing you're you're shifting into that space of practice 
And then unconscious competence is where you then shift from that practice into that place of mastery, into that place where it is it is so easy for you. And it's and there's no it's it's not like any one of these phases of competence is bad. Like it's not good, it's not bad, it's just awareness. And it's being aware of where you are in each of these four stages in any area of your life. So if you love this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and take a screenshot of it and share it on your stories. Tell me what you are learning. I love hearing from you. I love seeing your stories. I love sharing your stories. I love seeing all the things that you're learning and growing and how you're evolving into that consciously competent person in all areas of your life and working towards unconscious competence and mastery. And I look forward to supporting you on your journey. As always, my fellow princess and the beers, own your throne, mind your business, make it rain, because your reign is now. Ciao!